Hello, and welcome to Ready and Newman's Daily Podcast, your go-to place for common questions about immigration to the United States. Ready and Newman is a team of experienced business immigration attorneys who handle a host of visa categories and complex immigration cases. This podcast will provide an insight into our daily free conference calls hosted by our attorneys, as well as discussions on hot immigration topics. Please note that information provided is not to be construed as legal advice for your specific situation and does not constitute an engagement with Ready & Newman PC or establish an attorney-client relationship. For specific advice on your situation, please contact an attorney. Here's your host. Hi, this is Rahul Reddy. Today is November 17. The time is about 3.30 p.m. Reddy New MPC has been conducting Zoom conference call for the past 11 years. If you have any questions, please try to fill the Google Sheet out. Those people who fill the Google Sheet out will get the preference. Sandra Aditya. Yeah, hi Rahul. Uh, yes. Can you hear me? Yeah, I'm a Canadian citizen. Uh, one second. One second. Okay. I'm a Canadian citizen and uh, I was on TN visa. My dependents on TD visa. My H1B be picked this year through some company, but my company only processes H1B consular processing. No H4. I received my H1B petition. My N84 is still showing TN visa and old expert. What about the H1B approval? What does the N84 show on the H1B approval? On the H1B approval, there is no reference of I-94. It is just showing the petitions uh, start date no, uh, valid. No, it will tell you whether it's a council processing or it's a, it's a... Did you got a copy from the lawyers or did you got a copy from the employers though? No, it is... I got a copy, whatever my company mailed it to me. It, they're saying they processed a CAP counselor processing. Okay. And it's, if, it's, if it's a council processing... Okay, if it's a council processing, which I have to believe on that. If it's a council processing, you're not on H1B right now. You're still on TN visa. Hello? Thanks. Good Good to know because I was worried that uh, uh, whether my dependents are out of status or something. So I'm right not now... Sure if, I'm not sure it's a good idea you did the council processing. Technically, you're not counted toward the H1B number though. So right now, the best thing is if you want to be counted toward the H1B number... The same company that filed the H-1B can now file the change of status for you from TN to H-1B along with your dependents. No, it is the same company. Actually, my TN is the same company. My H-1 is the same company. I know, but the company still need to file a change of status for you. Otherwise, technically, you are not counted towards the H-1B number. The, they keep trying this, but they are only asking me to go out of the country and come back. In. Okay, so go and get the H1B and H4 and come back. So for H4, do I have to apply for a separate application? No, or sir. You don't need it. Your H1B is good enough. You don't need any separate application. You don't okay, need just one last For consular processing, there is no H4 at all. It's only H1. Okay, okay. then uh, one last question. So how is there any deadline that I have to go to the border? Uh, there is no deadline. There is no deadline. Before the H1B expires is the deadline. But I would strongly recommend to do it as soon as possible. Don't delay it. Next person, please. Okay. Amit. 
Sorry, sorry. I posted my question on the. I have an advance parole valid till March 2000. I've applied for renewal last month. I plan to travel up to December. Would be a risk denial of existing AP. 98% of the time, there is no risk. There is 2% of the time, they may risk it. If by any chance, there is a risk there. You can always refile advance parole again. Hello? Amit? Amit? Uh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Any other questions? So, so in that case, at the at the port of entry, would I have a challenge no if it is denied? Absolutely, you will not have any problem at the port of entry. If you are planning to come back before March of 2024, you will have no problem, none whatsoever at all. Okay. Next person, please. Sai Darani. Sai Darani. Hello. Yes. Um, you Hi Rahul, this is Darani. Yeah, actually I have been revoked uh, from the port of entry in the Chicago as I'm a government employee and my husband is working in this, is a government employee and we have two kids. I have uh, revoked in the port of entry because Why? due to I have carried uh, because I have carried my original uh, all my marriage certificates and do uh, documents along with me, they have been suspended me and they have been revoked me at the port of entry and now, they have given what kind of what kind of visa were you coming into United States? I, it's like a visiting visa B one B two. Was your husband in United States on some visa? Yeah, no, he uh, he is in India. I was uh, traveling alone to US. And what, why did they deny your entry? Though, if because of, I have carried my documents along with me. They thought me I'm a suspicious because I have carried all my marriage certificates and uh, my uh, educational documents. Uh, they thought me that I'm suspicious. Uh, in okay. I, so I think so. You, you have to and they given me one form, like uh, they given me that uh, Tankasala 212 uh, of. I know what that form is, ma'am. So you need to have a consultation with a lawyer, go through the things and see what are the alternatives that are available. Because it's very hard to judge in this one minute. I will send an email. You can block a time that's more suitable to you, where you can speak with me or any other lawyer in detail. Okay. Next person, please. Amarnath. Hi, Rahul. Uh, actually, I got it. Uh, I work for TCS in India. So I got a H1B in so 2020. So did you come into United States? Are you in? No, United still States? in India. Did you got the stamping in United States? In no. India? So, so couple of my yeah. colleagues went to stamping, but uh, they got like a rejection. So we never did the stamping. Yeah, so technically speaking off, you are not counter towards the H-1B number because you didn't get the stamping though. Now, I've seen some people, if your company applies for the H-1B right now, I would say that you have about 25% chance of success. With Hello? the same old H-1B. That's right. With the new end client files a H-1B for you, you have 25% chance of success. Okay. With the same inclined and same uh, employer, right? No, it doesn't have to be the same employer. If it's the same employer, 
you have about 50% chance of success. If it's a different employer, yeah. it's 25% chance of success. Yeah, the TCS and the end client is Honeywell and they are they, are, they want me to hear, so. Okay, or the TCS wants to file a H1B for you using the old one? Go ahead with it. Yes, so using the old one, yes. Yeah, you go ahead with it. Okay. There's like there's no loss, absolutely right. Next person, please. G Rahul. Sir. Hello. Did your wife spoke before? Rahul? Yes, yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so you both were coming together or only one person were talking? Sir, only she was traveling, sir. So yeah. So it's better to consult a lawyer because these kind of things where people are deported cannot be addressed in these two minutes calls. It requires more attention. I will send an email to your wife you, and then you can contact her and we can discuss further. Next person, please. Rashmita. Rashmita. Hi. Yeah. Hi. Uh, hi, Rahul. This is Rashmita. Uh, Go ahead. Uh, yeah, I, I work in Europe. Uh, uh, my companies, uh, you know, uh, I actually asked my company, uh, you know, that I want to move around for US offices. And mm -hmm. they the, the seemed okay, but uh, till date, they haven't filed any US visas, you know, like H1 or L1 or green card. And uh, mm -hmm. uh, most of the company people are actually Europeans and they're not aware of H1 or L1, you know. When I talk them, whenever we have this it. conversation, they it. only talk about it. green card, you know. I yeah. got the point. So we need the HR of the company to contact us. You don't have to pay any consultation fees. You don't have to pay any money. We will speak with them free. But you, we need them to contact us. Understand. So uh, in order for me to pitch uh, you there, I would need at least a basic understanding of the cost and all, you know, to see if they're actually okay. With no, we, ca we can't give the cost to you though. We have to analyze we, we, because it's a lot of people contact us. It's mere waste of time to go through all these things. Unless your company HR contacts, we don't give the cost to you. Okay. Okay. Uh, and and um, may know why the cost is a confidential thing? Because we spend a lot of time, energy to put up a package together. We don't get anything from out of it when individuals like you contact us. And by the way, we don't take any contact directly from individuals like you outside the country. It has to come within United States. Okay. If somebody okay. in India or Europe wants to have an employment, we are not the right persons for it. You can contact No, no, no. Uh, my company has an office in the US. I will be moving they to, have to They yeah. have to contact us. Understand. Our US office has to contact and not our European or Indian office, right? That's right. Not Indian or European office. Okay. Perfect. Got it. Thanks. Next person, please. Hi. Uh, this is regarding uh, green card uh, EAD. Uh, how early we can apply for renewal? Like I have six months uh, before. Apply six only... months before. Okay. If you apply before, then, then you will be risking. Sometimes they, they there are about five to ten percent chance they may deny it if you apply before. Okay, okay, six months is a good time to apply. Right. Uh, so if you're applying oh. before, then you have to do two times. One you apply right now. One you apply within the six months period. Okay. In that okay, way, in that way, then you you will be safe. Understood. Understood the point. And second question is, uh, AP. I have applied AP in uh, 2022 August uh, 17th, 
but till date it shows my fingerprints taken that's the last date so what are my chance do you like in and it has been always uh the extension that yeah, number of they, days. Are taking, they are taking a long time right now but the good part is that when they give a renewal this time it's going to be five years okay okay uh, uh, yeah uh next person please varshini varshini Uh, hi, uh, hi Rahul. Uh, I have a question. If um, you got laid off right now, do you have a H four option version? No, I don't. I would recommend to go move on to B two visa. Okay. Um, mm -hmm. We recommend that you fill out the form called I five three nine form. Come up with all the questions and have a consultation to go. The reason why we recommend B two visa instead of going for compelling circumstances EAD is that. Compelling circumstances EAD takes about eight to 10 months. And if you want to move back to H1B though, you can't move back to H1B. To move back to H1B, you will have to go outside the country and come back in. That's the reason we recommend B2. If you apply B2 right now, and we normally recommend applying B2 approximately around 55th days since the time you got laid off. And then you have six months to stay in this country. In the meantime, if you get a job, you can move from B2 pending or B2 approval to H1B without leaving the country. Oh, without consular processing, I can do it from B2 that to H1B. That is exactly what I was telling you. You got the word perfectly. I thought you wouldn't understand the consular processing, but you understood it very clearly. Much okay, better so than I can think. Okay, so the B2 doesn't need the consular processing and the EAD needs the consular uh, processing. It's nothing needs consular processing for you. Yeah, yeah, you're right. EAD, EAD, if you go to the EAD, the H1 requires consular processing. Okay. So am I That's, even... Sorry, uh, unmute yourself, please, again. Varshini? Hello? Sorry. Yeah, uh... we can hear you now. Go ahead. Sorry, uh, am I even eligible to apply for compelling circumstances EAD? You may be, depends on circumstances. You may be eligible, but that's a bad option for you, ma'am. Next person, please. Kupa? I try to fill the Google sheet out, guys. Those people who fill the Google sheet out will try to answer first. Shiva, go ahead. Hello, Rahul. So I have my EAD AP combo card valid till April 2024 and I applied for an extension. I got my EAD, but AP is still pending and I'm planning to travel to India. So can I use my old e old combo card as an AP? Absolutely, you can. It's valid. You said to me that it's valid until April of 2024, is it right? And you're planning to yes. come back within April of 2024. You're yes. not coming back after. Absolutely not a problem, sir. But uh, yeah, like if the AP gets approved when while I'm in India, so still I, I, I need to use the old still one. Use, right? Still use the old one to come in, okay? Okay. Uh, is there like any, uh, like if I leave it, if, if I if I get the AP like uh, five days before I'm leaving, like I, I didn't get the AP on hand, uh, still even can I use the old the one? AP, or? Even if you get the AP, the AP may be valid from April, right? From April. So you yeah. still need to use the old one anyway. Okay. Like no, use when I'm in US, one. like use the old no, one no, anyway, I... sir. Sir, it doesn't matter oh. what when it is approved. Since this AP is approved until April, if you are coming back in April before April, use the current AP. Okay. 
Okay, so uh, even if, if I get the new AP, still I can use the old AP. Yeah, you're asking the same question three times. So next person. Dilip. Hey, uh, good afternoon, Rahul. Uh, uh, so my wife went to India due to some uh, personal emergency. Uh, so she, she, uh, she, has the, she has the... She has the I-94 valid and she has the next I-94 valid until 2026. So when is the stamping expiring though? Uh, stamping, um, you know, she's having till uh, um, February 2020. She's having, okay. you know, in his... Uh, got it. So she's, Dilip, she's having old passport. I yeah. got it. I got it. Listen to me carefully. She needs to file. She needs to... When, oh, sorry. When she is coming into United States, she can show this, the it, passport stamping that was with the uh -huh. previous company. It doesn't matter which company it was. But make uh -huh. sure she shows the H4I797 that she got until 2026. And she has yes. to request the I-94 until 2026. Okay. And okay. Dilip, okay. no, I'm not done yet. Dilip, wait. Okay. Uh -huh. Once she comes into United States, hmm. make sure you check the Make sure you check the I-94. Is it valid mm -hmm. until 2026 or is it valid mm -hmm. until February 2024? 95% mm -hmm. of the time, if she shows the 2026, it will be valid until 2026. If by any mm -hmm. chance it's valid until February 2024, though, as mm -hmm. soon as you as soon as she comes into the United States, you contact a lawyer. There are ways we can okay. extend it, but do not wait until February 3rd to contact a lawyer. Okay, okay, sure, 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 uh, Rahul. So the thing is, right? She so has to showcase, uh, no, old passport, new passport, H4 I7972, uh, immigration uh -huh. officer, correct? These and three make documents. Sure okay. You check the I 94 uh -huh. as soon as she comes in. Don't check it out uh -huh. in February or March, okay? So okay, she's coming okay, back. Okay, when okay, is she okay. coming back? Uh, this, uh, this Sunday. Okay. Oh, this Sunday she's coming. So check it yes, on yes. October, this Sunday. That's check it, check it on. Uh, uh, November 22nd. Don't check it later on, okay? Next person, please. Okay, okay. Thank Karthik you. Thank you. Karthik. Yes. Uh, it's not a big deal, Karthik, that the I-94 is misspelled. Now we track the people based on your biometrics and your, I don't know, whatever those fingerprints, everything differently. So just because something is wrong, it's not that necessary for you to correct it. Okay. For the transfer or anything else? Uh, yeah, not... Nothing is, no, no. You'll be fine, okay? Thank you. Next person, please. Gautami. Hi. Um, so my I-94 has expired like the others were mentioning. I think I'm in the same situation. My I-797 is valid until 2025. So wait, at this point... Wait, I mean, when was your I-797 approved? Uh... uh like after I... I think last year, April. Last year, April of 2022, your I-797 was approved. When yeah. did you... Oh, oh I need... Uh, uh, yeah, so that's fine. So when did you when did you last travel to United States? Um, in March 2022, before my... Um, before the new I-797 came in, like with my pre previous employer to be precise. This is H1B or H4? H1B. Okay. So you entered in March of 2022. 
Mm, yeah. And that I need to put expired when? Uh, September, la like last couple months. September so, 2023. But after you entered, that is when you, you entered in March. Okay. Yeah. But in April of 2020, in April of 2022, you got this H1B approved, which I-94 and 797 is valid until what time? 2025 September. That, that looks to be fine to me, though. It doesn't look any problem. The previous case where I was telling was that the that after entry, so it looks to be fine to me, but I would still have a lawyer check all the details what you're telling and verify to make sure everything is okay. But it looks to be okay to me. It looks to be yeah. okay, but I, I still want you to have a consultation with a lawyer. Uh, and I don't think so any action is required, but I want it to be verified all the information by a lawyer. Next person, okay. please. Thank you. I want some lawyer to look into the documents carefully. Passport stamping, I-797 approval, I-94 to match it everything. Prasad, go ahead. Uh, hello, Rahul. I got a new job offer and uh, I'll be joining uh, on the GCEAD. So I would like to know like uh, what are all the procedures when I join through the GCAD. This is the first time I'm switching over from uh, H1 to the GCEAD. So what Zero. documents I do? Zero. Okay. Zip. No documents. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. You just need to provide them only. You just need to provide them with only, only the EAD to them. Now, having said that, at a later date, Prasad, at a later date, yeah. when there is an RFP or when there is an interview, the company yeah. has to file something called I-485J. But do they need to file it before you join? No. Do they need to file it after you join? No. You can wait okay. until RFP is issued. Okay. okay, so now I'm assuming, I'm assuming that it's more than 180 days that you file the 485. I'm assuming your underlying I-140 is already approved. Yes, 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 that is right. Yeah, and I already crossed that six months also. I also got the recently five years of extension with the GCAD. Okay, sounds good. Then. Thank you. Thank you, You're sir. Good. Thank you. Thank you. Recap. Guys, try to fill the Google Hi. sheet out, guys. We are, uh, we are running out of the people who fill the Google sheet. So please fill the Google sheet. Trikant, go ahead. Uh, yes. Hi, Rahul. Um, so I'm checking out about the H-1B transfer that was filed for me in April by an employer. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. I haven't joined him because uh, he, has, he hasn't given me but the FedEx receipt on Friday evening when I had the Monday joining date. So mm -hmm. uh, I... I haven't joined him and when I said I'm cheering the employer, he called me on Saturday and said uh, there will be some damage claims or something that I have to go through. Did you, did you sign on. any contract or anything with him? No, I did not sign any contract. They just uh, gave me some uh, documents, uh, H&B checklist and something. I signed out their H&B checklist. That's checklist. nothing about a contract. Does it have anything in there, in the contract or anything? Is it, there is no, there is no detail. There is no detail. Yeah, there is nothing. Okay. They, they, they just might be threatening, though. It doesn't look like they have any legal claim, claim against you. Okay. If you okay. haven't signed anything, okay. even if you sign, there are many exceptions available. But if you have not signed anything, they can't do anything. If they sign, okay. if they do anything, they tell that you're going to complain to the Department of Labor, and the form is called WH4 form. Okay. WH4 form. 
WH4, you yes. look into Google, I will try to give it to you. WH4 Department of Labor Form, okay? Yes, yes, I found it. Uh, HMB yeah, immigrant. So, yeah, so if anybody is asking money for a legal fees, filing fees, or anything like that, that is illegal in United States and maybe even a crime, okay? Okay, okay. Yes. Tell them that if right. they return it, I spoke with a lawyer, he said that I have to file this WH4 form with the Labor Department, okay? Right, right. Yes, yes. Okay. Got it. Right. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Next person, please. Kumar Gautam. Yeah, hi, Rahul. Um, so, in my case, I received my green card last year, December. Congrats. Thank you. And uh, my son, he studies, uh, like in Feb, uh, we went to India. He joined a boarding school in India. And before that, I filed a re-entry permit mm -hmm. for GC. Mm -hmm. uh, that that application is still in a received, uh, like this, the status is still received. I mean, How long it's been that your son is outside the country now? So he was out in Feb, 5th Feb, uh, we left US. 5th Feb, so which year, sir? This this year. So it's nine he months needs, now. Now he needs to come back. He needs to come back into the United States and go again. Okay. So before, I mean, uh, when this application re-entry permit gets... Uh, approved uh, from that day two years uh, he, he can be outside right right it depends on the approval sometimes they no 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 it's not that it's not that, from that time it's from the time of february he has to come within two years first is i want him to come right now kumar okay i want him to come right now i don't want him to spend any time because if it crosses february of 2024 and something happens with the advance parole though a real to permit though, then he's doomed. Then you have to file a green card. It's a lengthy process. You don't want that to happen. Right. Okay. Right. It, you yeah. don't want to deal with lawyers. The best way is deal with the airline people though. They charge 1,000, 2,000. There's no risk with them. Okay. Got it. Deal yeah, with them. Yeah. Don't deal with us. Sure. <laughs> sure. Right. So, okay. Thank you. Amar. Uh, Hey Rahul, good evening. Uh, I could not uh, fill the form. So I got my uh, RFA on my I-485 application to submit the medical immigration and vaccination records. Mm -hmm. uh, so last year uh, we took uh, the records, uh, the medical examination and those records were ready. Uh, is it okay to submit those? Like it, It's been like a year. So is it no, va sir. valid? No, uh, sir. No, sir. Just get the fresh medicals and submit it. Oh, okay, okay. 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 No, Thank don't you, submit those things. Next person, please. Harshini. Just the same. Uh, I think earlier I, I asked a question on TN and then my H1B cap got processed, but I still, it's not in effect yet. I have to cross yeah. the border to come back to, on H1B. So That's just right. another question. So. Uh, I previously worked in Canada in for the same employer as a manager, but uh, my evidences are a little bit uh, wavery. But I'll also, that's not in the immediate three years. It's a little more back, almost five years back. Will I still qualify for an L1A? For L1A, before coming into United States, though, within the preceding three years, you have to work as a manager. So if you worked before three years, so that doesn't count. So let's say okay. in 19, in 2005, you worked as a manager and now you are coming into the United States though, but you didn't work in the preceding three years with that company though. 
then it doesn't count. Okay. So that's the only criteria, is it? So company cannot uh, otherwise file L1A manually no. through any criteria. If you're if you're not qualified for the technical requirement that out of the past three years before you came into United States, let's say for example, you came into United States in 2020. So let's say it is Tata Consulting Company. The period that you have to work with Tata Consulting Company is between uh, 2017 to 2020 you have to work. But if you have worked before 2015, it doesn't count. Oh, okay? three years before coming into United States. That's right. all. Before, yeah. Not not, uh, not the total three years from now to three years. Before coming okay. into United States. But these three years also, these three years also, you, you, must have, you must have worked with the same company though. I'm working with the same company. So then if when you work with next the same company, is... If you work, yes, let's yes. say for example, let's say for example, you came in 2000, 2020 and you, let's say with Tata Consulting Company, you're working with Tata Consulting Company though. So right now, three years is over, right? No, we don't look into three years from now. We look into three years before you came into United States. Okay, so that is my question qualifies. My next question is, can I abandon my current approved H1B and request so my company for an L1A? First, get the H1B approved, please. Don't play it at Jaffa Nile, okay? Then you can go back and apply for the L1 visa. Are you getting my idea? Because if what if the L1A gets rejected? You will be in a garka na garka. Okay. First, get the H1B approved. I don't know why you did not went for, for the change of status. First, get the H1B approved. Yeah, it's the same TCS. I know. So, first get the stamping and come back into the United States. Then you ask them for the L1 visa. Okay. You have a million dollars there on the table. You want to leave that and get another million dollars. You may not get the other million dollars. First, take this one and then ask one more one million dollars. Okay. Okay. Next person, please. Prashant. Okay, I'll take the last caller, guys. Hello. Yeah. Yes. Uh, uh, hi, Rahul. Uh, good afternoon. Go ahead. Yeah. yeah. Actually, um, last time we spoke. See, uh, we are in a process of filing the green card uh, through my wife. She is on L1, uh, L1A. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, the thing is, the salesperson uh, from the company who raised the assignment on a city, that is Plano, Texas, right? where neither employer's office is there, neither client's old office was there, but there is no address traceable. Raised so in this case, what? what raised what? That raised. assignment, uh, they raised uh, that, right? At the address in the system. In what? You, what, uh, you, what do you, what hey, do you, uh, uh, raising an assignment means uh, doing the paperwork that uh, this particular employee of XYZ company is going to do work at, say, uh, for example, Plano, Texas. So okay. the address on that was been written on that particular assignment like that. But over mm -hmm. there, neither employer's addresses, uh, uh, neither employer's uh, office is there in that city or not the end client's office in that city. 
so in this particular case do you need to change the that particular paper assignment of that particular uh, work what paper uh, what paper is it is it a uh, i'm not sure a like point, actually uh, work work workplace right no 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 well, workplace right it's an internal See, matter it, right you did not submit the document to anybody if somebody raised okay. a document between let's say for example you i'm radian in pc okay now i okay. i want to employ you instead of putting houston i put plano texas okay mm -hmm. so what i just manually take it correct it if pen write it change it houston texas that's it it's corrected over okay so you mean document. that is only the internal internal because it mm -hmm. was a blanket l1a so there was a it we which got stamp earlier everything was been there so the just blank, before traveling is so when you're telling is that the blanket l1a the document says that it is plano texas but did they list other cities other than plano texas also no 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 it is not like that blanket l1 l1a talks about only the documentation not the actual location but company gives you a letter that uh, uh, that gives the location address right uh, that uh, over here company, you are going to com company letter is telling did she already get yeah. the stamping for l1a yeah 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 we are already in united states so l1a so is already been stamped yeah there is a clerical error on that one so she is in the united states so now she wants to file a eb1c green card yeah correct yeah i don't so for that, that one we need to you don't need to do anything because one thing is l1a doesn't require address mismatch address mismatch no, is no, happening not when deal. not a big deal not a, not big, a big deal, deal. not a big deal because if okay. it's a h1b okay. it's a big deal if it's l1 it's not a big deal okay 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 no problem thank you rahul thank okay you. Thank you guys for coming. The next conference call will be tomorrow. Oh, sorry, uh, next conference call will be on Monday at three thirty. And for those people who want to speak with me, they can make an appointment. The link is provided there, guys. You can make an appointment at any time. Thank you for listening to Ready and Newman Daily Podcast. We sincerely hope that you've taken something valuable out of it. Don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. For more information or if you want to make an appointment, check out our websites, rnlawgroup.com and immigrationgirl.com. Have an awesome day.